Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Chai Sara. And in this parsha we are introduced to the second of the most, the second of the matriarchs, Rivka Imenu. But let's back up a little bit. Sari Imenu has passed away. Avram Avinu realized that not only has he lost his wife, and not only has Yitzchak lost his mother, but the truth is the Abrahamic initiative has lost its matriarchal presence. So he realizes that it is now time to find the wife for Yitzchak, both because Yitzchak has come of age, but also because to build this monotheistic enterprise forward, again, requires someone like Asari Imenu at the helm as well. Avram Avinu dispatches his trusted servant Eliezer to go back to Avram Avinu's hometown of Ranaraim in order to find a wife from Avram's family. And Eliezer devises a plan. What's his plan? He's going to stand by the well. He's going to come to the well. When he sees a young woman coming to the well, he's going to ask her for something to drink. And an interesting, an interesting plan. If she agrees to give Eliezer to drink and also agrees to water his camels, this is the girl. This is the woman. This is the wife for Yitzchak. And so the Torah tells us that Rivka, young Rivka comes out to the well and the Torah says, Eliezer ran to greet her. He ran, he ran to speak to her. So the obvious question that Rashi is bothered by is why does Eliezer run to greet Rivka? What, what is it? In other words, if the Torah would have just said Eliezer went over to her, that's one thing. Vayaratz sounds like a sense of urgency. Eliezer runs to greet her and then he asks her, can you please give me something to drink? And Rashi HaKadosh comments and says, what is it that caused Eliezer to run? Eliezer saw something absolutely incredible. That when young Rivka came to the well, the water came out of the well into her bucket, into her jug. She didn't have to draw the water. The water came to her. Can you imagine? Eliezer's watching this. He sees this young girl. He has no idea who she is. All he knows is that this girl, the water, again, the water, the water itself rose up to greet her. She didn't have to draw, the water came to her. Eliezer sees this like, wow, I don't know who this is, but something's going on over, her, over here. He runs to greet her. And the great Tadik of Aleinu, asks such a fantastic question. The truth is, the Ramban asked the same question as well. But the Rebbe says like this, I don't understand. So now you're telling me that Rivka didn't have to draw the water. The water came to her. But yet if you just look a pasuk or two later, the Torah says, Vatishav l'chol hagmalim. Remember again the test of Eliezer. Eliezer is going to ask the girl for a drink. And if she agrees and gives him a drink and also offers to water the camels, this is the girl. So Eliezer runs over to Rivka. She gives him something to drink. And then in fact, Rivka Imenu goes ahead and waters the entire <coughs> flock. <clears throat> excuse me, of Eliezer's camels. She does it. She does it. But yet the Torah says that to water the flock, Vatishav, she drew the water. So asks Rabbi Yitzchak, what's going on over here? He just told me before that Eliezer ran to her because he saw that the water is coming to greet her. Rivka doesn't have to draw the water. The water comes to her. But now you're telling me by the camels that Rivka Imenu has to draw the water to Vatishav. She's drawing the water for the camels. So what's happening over here? And the great Tzadik Rabbi Yitzchak says something absolutely beautiful. Listen to these words. The Rebbe says, You see, the first time Rivki Menu drew water, who was she drawing it for? 
for herself. For herself. This what this was for her. So when it was for her, Galal King Aluhamaim Likrasa, Shilotachiach Atzma. So when she was drawing water for herself, Hakadosh Baruch Hu performed the nace that she shouldn't have to exert herself. The water should come to her. But says Rebbe something amazing. When she drew the water the second time for the camels, he writes, however, the second time she drew the water, the second time she drew the water wasn't for her. The second time she drew the water was for a mitzvah. What mitzvah? The mitzvah of Gemilos Chasod, the mitzvah of an act of charitable kindness. When it was for a mitzvah, when it was for a mitzvah, therefore, Lo alu hamayim likrosa. The water did not come up to greet her. Why not, says Rabbi Yitzchok? Shekisha adam ose mitzvah, yoser nechshav laasos pu'ula. The Rebbe says something amazing. Because when you do a mitzvah, part of the mitzvah is the exertion. Part of the mitzvah is the effort. What an incredible insight. You see, there's two acts of drawing water over here, says Rabbi Yitzchok. The first time she drew water was for herself. So for the tzaddikas, HaKadosh Baruch Hu performs a miracle that she should not have to exert herself. The second time she draws the water for the camels of Eliezer, that's a mitzvah. And says the Heligod of Levi Yitzchak and Bredichev, when a person does a mitzvah, part of the mitzvah itself is the exertion. It is the effort that's part and parcel of it. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not allow the water to come and greet her. Instead, Rivki Imenu, had to draw bucket full after bucket full, jug after jug, on her own. Because the exertion is part of the mitzvah. And I think the Rebbe is teaching us such a profound and overwhelming lesson. See, sometimes in life, we want to accomplish something. And for whatever the reason, we often think, well, if what I'm supposed to do, if a Kaddish Baruch Hu really wants me to accomplish something, then everything should become easy. Right, kind of like the table should be set, the road should be cleared, there should be no obstacles, no impediments. If this is really the Ratzon Hashem that I accomplished something, then it should just be a walk in the park. And conversely, if it's difficult, and if there are challenges, and if there are impediments or obstacles, that must be a sign that Hashem doesn't want me to do it. If it was supposed to happen, it would be easy. If it's not easy, then the truth is it probably shouldn't happen. And the Rebbe says, there's nothing further from the truth. Sometimes the way that you know you're on the path to holiness, sometimes the way that I know that I'm actually almost like on the cusp of accomplishing something great is because there is an obstacle, because there is an impediment, because there is extra effort which has to be expended, because it's not a walk in the park, because it's not easy, because the water is not coming into my bucket. I have to go and fill up the water myself. Sometimes that's exactly how you know, that's exactly how you know that you're on the cusp of something great. This is the lesson, says I believe Yitzchak, the Torah is teaching us. Dear friends, how many times in life do we start our new life initiatives and we're all excited, we're all pumped up, right? I'm ready, I'm going to do, I'm going to accomplish, I'm going to think about changing the world, I'm going to change myself, I'm really going to do something great. And then what happens, we start, you know, it has that new initiative smell, that new initiative excitement, and then like you hit your first speed bump. And I think for many of us, after that first speed bump, I'm done. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. And love, we love to say, like, if it's not easy, you know what people often do when they hit that first speed bump? Ah, it's not bashert. It's not bashert. <laughs> now, not bashert is sometimes code for, 
this is really getting too difficult. I don't want to do this. So the truth is, I thought I'm willing to work, but I'm not willing to work over obstacles and impediments. I need the water to come into my bucket. I'm not willing to draw the water. And we give up. And we give up. And so many of us have lifetimes, a lifetime filled with these half-started initiatives. Because I think that if it's supposed to happen, it should be easy. And if it's not easy, that means who doesn't want it to happen. And comes out of Rabbi Yitzhak and teaches us from this story of Sari Menu. Nothing further from the truth. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu makes life easy for you, which is fantastic. Sometimes, like Rivka Menu, Hashem allows the water to come into my bucket. Not literally, but figuratively. Sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu clears the impediments, clears the obstacles, and allows it to be smooth sealing. But Rabbi Yitzhak tells us, more often than not, that's maybe for stuff for yourself. But when you want to accomplish something great in life, when you want to be something great in life, when you want to do a mitzvah, you want to learn Torah, you want to daven bekavana, you want to self-actualize, you want to change midos, you want to change behaviors, you want to do something dramatic, if there's one thing you could count on, it's turbulence, difficulty, challenges, impediments, and obstacles. The water doesn't come to you in the meaningful things in life. You have to bend your knee, bend your shoulder, overcome the obstacles, and draw the water yourself. And so the next time we are embarking upon a life mission and the going gets a little tough, just know that you may possibly be on the cusp of something great. Wishing everyone a good Nair Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.